Before history is written, it's played. Before it's frozen in time, it's fought one shift at a time. Before it's etched in silver, it's carved in ice. What happens next will last forever. The Stanley Cup Final on ABC and ESPN Plus begins Saturday. Hey, hey, everybody. It is time for your Browns Friday fumble. Fall on it. Don't try to pick it up and run. My name is Dave. I'm Dylan. And first off, Dylan, you've got a prepared statement you'd like to read. I do. I do. And um, yeah, okay. Without further ado, Uh, apologize. uh, I just have to apologize on behalf of myself uh, and uh, everyone uh, on behalf of the fumble. We have to take responsibility for this past week's loss. Um, We didn't write enough good jokes. Uh, We didn't execute enough good jokes to get a win last week. And and, um, that is on our shoulders. And uh, I'm I'm sorry, Dave. I I have to use the restroom. Now? I mean, okay. Yeah. You know, actually, that works kind of out. That's fine. I'll be right back. Sorry. Yeah, just keep going without me. Yep, I'll 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 keep talking about uh how this was a big problem for both of us. Um yeah, guys, I got to admit. Uh I don't like to do this. I was traveling. Uh so Dylan, he comes to me and he says, "Dave, I know you're traveling. I can't I know you can't really record. You're going to be tired. How about you let me do one?" And I'm like, "Awesome. This will work great." And I really thought he was ready for it. And um I figured he'd call Chris Clem or maybe get Yazin back or the guy who sounds kind of like Patrick Mahomes and, and put something together, something good for an episode befitting Pittsburgh football. You know, but like he throws, he spends like five minutes, throws together some old clips. Admittedly, they were funny clips because I was in them. I mean, check out my highlights. I am one of the funniest, I'm the funniest Browns podcaster in the business. And. You know what? I got to say, this is just a long pattern, if you look at it, of Dylan not using the jokes I write for this podcast. It's been happening all season and last season. You know, I used to have a different podcast, and and when I was with that podcast, I made spectacular jokes all the time. I come to this podcast, and all of a sudden, I don't know, man. So, like, example joke about Justin Fields that had to do with gravitational fields right and I'm like oh yeah the only thing going to exert force on him was going to be Miles Garrett and he was like no I don't know about that he's afraid to go deep he just wanted to say that he was the son of Mrs. Fields the cookie maker and like come on dude you got to go deep you got to try one deep 
I was like wide open with a joke about how the Chiefs Nick Allegretti was super fast because he went Allegro Alletti. And Dylan's like, I don't know, man. I, uh, how about something about about Allegra, the allergy medication? Like, maybe he sneezes. And I'm like, oh, dude. It's like he threw it like into the flat for like four yards. I'm like, dude, I've been doing this all year. And for whatever reason, I don't get my jokes targeted. And I just... Okay, here I am. In conclusion, you know, it's on both of us as a podcast staff to get this fixed and we will get this fixed yes very much thank you so much for listening any uh despite uh our collective we're gonna get this fixed all right guys uh time to recap this uh little stinker of a game dylan yeah that's Um, putting it kindly isn't it you know we're doing this a little early in the week uh for reasons that will make themselves apparent but you know, we just watched the game, um, and I know we lost. Like, we lost. Let's admit it. We lost to we Pittsburgh lost. football. What else can we say They used it? to say here in Cleveland that, you know, you can go 2-14, and 14, or in this case, 2-15. and 15. I guess. As long as those two wins are against Pittsburgh football, you're going to be fine. But you know what? We're going to have more than two wins, but we got we dropped one of them against Pittsburgh. That's all right. Hey, you know, we got another shot on the back end. But we got to look at this. From our perspective of you can't just you can't just to say that the player of the game is somebody on the winning team. We gotta find some bright spots, some some silver linings, and really, if I gotta give out a game ball for good play, I, I don't see any any other option but to give it to Odell Beckham Jr. Uh did his numbers pop? No. They didn't. In fact, they look pretty paltry. But if you look behind the numbers, like like a Sal Palantonio might be able to do, mm-hmm. uh, you know, you turn yourself into a little cute detective sleuth, uh-huh. you know, you see that he had a hell of a game. You love doing that. I do. I mean, first of all, blocking, you know, um, this and this is stuff you get with really high level tape analysis. Um, dude is not afraid to blow up a DB in the run game. No problem with it. I mean, he does the dirty work, Dave. It's week tr- in, week it's out. It's true. He's out there week in, week out. You know, he draws the defenders. Mm-hmm. This is something you're not going to see in the normal game. But you you get that all 22. You're telling me you're watching all 22. This You want to talk about numbers not popping. This is going to pop in the all 22. Dude, he's drawing double teams. Drawing the defenders, mm-hmm. opening up the lanes for the other guys. It's just not stuff that shows up in the stat. They don't track this. John Q. Football fans not going to see it. Exactly. Or Jane Q. Football hey, fan. Hey, I know a lot of hey, female football fans. So I don't. Know, I probably so, know more female football fans than male football fans. If I'm being honest. Yeah. Be, and I invite them all to watch with me and, and teach is it, me. Is it because a lot of the AOL chat rooms I'm in are kind of based on that? That's none of your concern, frankly. And I'm a little concerned you would ask. But I mean, look, lastly, Dave, he does all of this while being and a, just a good teammate and not complaining. No. This is a contract year for him, Dave. Um, he could be out there in the media complaining or... Maybe giving getting celebrity friends to tweet about him, or I mean, God, even 
pull his dad, Odell OBJ Sr., the first. I mean, he could pull that guy in spouting nonsense. Say, hey, Dad, I just say some stuff. He doesn't. He doesn't do that. And dude never misses a practice. His arm's practically fallen off. He's always out there, out there out for there. practice, yep. even if it's just on the bike. So this game ball goes out to you, Odell BJ, the second. You've earned it. So uh, we got a little Friday fumble update yeah, for, a little for update you guys. You know, we've here. been away. I'll admit it. We've been away. And you want to know why? Well, why don't you listen and stop asking questions so early? Just let me explain first. Just for once. I mean, I think communication is one of our biggest problems. I think every fight we get into between uh, Dylan and I and the listeners, it's a communication thing. It all comes down yeah. to communication. And it's, so let's, and it's really listening on your part. I active like. listening, too. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you, you nod your head and you pretend like you're... And then I ask you a question about it. You're like, oh, did we talk about that? Like, yeah. Yeah, like three or four times It already. was on the episode. Yeah. Anyway, sorry. Um. So... Look, before you know, we get into the news, because yeah, we get... we, we uh, It's tough to even start. Got so, a lot uh, going on this week. Look, we did it, guys. I know that you all probably missed our typical shenanigans the past couple weeks. We, you know, we did that little Thursday night app. Um, and then neither also, of us were on drugs for that. No, not, not just, a single drug. Um, but listen, you can rest assured these past two weeks, they had purpose. It, you know, there was purpose. And as you fumble simps already are acutely aware of from the seasons past, we've been pretty much like, it's not a hundred percent permanent ban from Berea, but it's more it's kind of a shadow ban. Yeah. But it's sure. just as as devastating to us. We are not allowed uh we're not allowed as members of the media. Mm-hmm. Uh we're not allowed as consultants. Uh briefly we tried to be custodial staff, not allowed to do that. Uh car detailers. I mean, first of all, I didn't know that Andrew Barry did not like coconut smell. How was I, I supposed to know? It's first the of all. most popular smell we're, are we supposed to put a little checkbox on the website saying yes or no coconut smell no. i i guess we ha- anyway it's a it's a holdover from the dorsey experiment mm-hmm. he knew we were made men in this city and 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 he frankly didn't like it he knew that really right. we held more sway than he did it was a power play so this snafu ha- has really not sat well with us as it shouldn't have yeah so we needed to do something about it. Look, plain and simple. The football insiders like us being banned from the football facilities in Cleveland because that's the powers that be are afraid. You know, you'll recall a couple of years ago we tried to do a little coach swap situation with uh, old Jakey Burns. Um, that was back with you know Tanner's flag football squad that they well. So they only play on Sunday afternoon, so that sort of freed up, uh, you know, the the press credentials for Sunday. Yeah. And, and so anyway, we'd, you know, bring our little Lenovo yoga tablet laptop and our smart stylist down there We'd uh, to to one Alfred Lerner way and then do some little ovals. and on the, well, you To know, make the, it look like it was Jake's work. The yeah, shit that Jake, ovals. for some reason, has acclaim for. Yeah, I don't yeah. know. Anyway, dude we goes to, to Mount that. Onion for three years. He yeah. gets beat by Mount Onion for three years, and all of a sudden, we're all supposed sudden to listen. The oval God. All of a sudden, he's drawn ovals on stuff all the time, and we're supposed to just go, "Oh yeah, this guy knows what he's talking about." Guy. Anyway, had to abandon that plan. 
for the football coaching thing. Tyler's yeah. mom refused to reimburse Jake for the cinnamon Teddy Grahams he brought. Uh, and Jake, no one wants cinnamon Teddy Grahams. Honey it's or bust, dude. Honey or nothing, man. Nobody's paying you back for some shitty cinnamon Teddy Grahams. Like, how do you even expect that? Look, that's your two ninety nine. Yeah. Regardless, we made it back into Berea by uh, Dave. I'm just gonna tell him we pulled a face off. It was impressive. I'm gonna toot our own horn on this one. So what we did was we took a page from the 1997 Travolta Cage vehicle and. Uh, Literally swapped faces with each other. Um, we underwent excruciating facial reconstructive surgery over these past two weeks, and now I'm Dave, and uh, Dave is Dylan, and um, or Dylan. I'm Dylan, and you're Dave. Okay, so hold on. So you're hold on. It, you check your like, arm. It's on, it's on your arm. Shit, you're wearing long sleeves. Okay, okay. okay so I'm I'm. Dave. And I'm Dylan, but okay. I look like Dave. But I, okay, so I look like Dylan? Yeah, currently. Okay. We got can it. go back and forth. We got, it's like modular. We can click them out in whenever we need to. It's really working well. Yeah, it's pretty, pretty cool stuff, to be honest. I, the Travolta and Cage were onto something there for sure. Uh, either way, we swapped faces, uh, got the credentials back on Monday, so we're back in the building, baby. Back in the building. And um, we had a few orientation days there, obviously. Oh, man, talk about... Look, we tried to get out of it. You thought We'd... the surgery was yeah. excruciating, man, just sitting there, PowerPoint after PowerPoint. Ugh. Just the bureaucracy in Berea is ridiculous. I mean... I've, and I look, then, I, then I found out... Yeah. I guess, I guess they call them slide decks now. I've been calling them PowerPoints. Everybody's laughing at me behind my back like I'm some sort of... It's slide decks, I guess. You know what? And I'm that's calling what, them PowerPoints. That's, that's what Mary Kay was laughing about. Yeah. like She pointed at me. Jeez. She said, okay, Boomer, and pointed at me. Wow. I thought it was something completely different. I didn't know it was that because I've been I've been calling it PPTs, dot PPTs. Yeah. And, and to me, slide deck is like a, a skateboard trick. I did a sky uh, a slide deck along the half pipe that we've got on Randall Street. Anyway, we, we just got out of the conference. We room tried right to now. skip it. They said everybody had to do it. Yep. Mary Kay, Anthony Discostini. Yep. They said Ken Carmen had to do it. Yeah, they said even Pal Allen had to do it, but they used an overhead projector when Pal Allen right, did it. Right. Right. So it was a long time ago. So um, any all that look all that said, we did it. Um, now it's, I guess it's time to get to Brown's news. Let's Thursday uh, night. Uh, I'm going to, usually we go to www.clevelandbrowns.com slash news. We've been going to some other sites. Mm -hmm. Uh, this time I think I'm going to go to www.plentyoffish.com slash user slash Cleveland Browns and look at this dating profile. Yeah. Let's see what, what they put up there. Oh, they like the office. Oh, me too. Uh, let's see. And the recent news. Oh. Oh. Okay. We just gave a game ball to Odell Beckham. Uh, well. Well, um, I guess we, we've we given the game ball, so we can't really can't, take that back. There's no but... take backs on that. Okay. All right. Hey, this is Hugh Jackson, and now it is time to know your foe. 
Back to you, Dave and Dalen. All right, Dylan. Uh, I don't even remember what I predicted the score going to be last week. Uh, ended up being not something either of us would have projected. No, I, I, I didn't have that in my on my radar. No. That score. So let's not even talk about that one. Let's but let's not. talk about this upcoming game. Yeah, the Bungles. <laughs> Cincinnati Bungles are our little brother down south. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's tough to say uh, who this game is going to benefit. The Browns, oh, as we just learned a few minutes ago, appear to be in some sort of turmoil. Um, really, that's kind of affecting my thinking on this game a lot. I kind of yeah. had something. I'll admit it. I, I kind of mowed the lawn for us on, on that. I had it all set up kind of really kind of queued up. And then now all of a sudden you learn a few f- key facts about some key players. And all of a sudden my <laughs> predictions yeah. a little bit out the window. I'll tell uh, you what, it's tough. I'm going to have to pull up a, a page from the Dylan playbook. And I'm, I'm, I'm saying it's, Bengals 17, Browns 26. I mean, God, Dave, honestly, I was going to have it a little higher. And then all of a sudden, Dave, Dave, game look. ball award winner, Odell Beckham Jr. Not going to be in the game. I don't, I don't know. You know, Joe Burrow, you can't count him out. No, he's a big beach nut and uh, he's going to put up some big beach nut points. And uh, I'd, I'd reckon about 17 of them are going to go on the board. Yeah. Uh, but also I'd, I want to. I just want to say, you know, um, we, you know, I'm looking at our roster here, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, the, this is the same uh, same offense that uh, beat Pittsburgh football twice in a row last year. Sure is same exact offense. Yeah, just well, wait a minute. Uh, it's the it's that offense except for. Demetric Felton and uh, Speedster Anthony Schwartz are on it too. Oh yeah, yeah. So we, a couple of uh, solid additions there. Okay, so uh, yeah, I think we're gonna put twenty six up on them. I think you're you're absolutely correct. Twenty six seventeen Browns. All right, uh, we've played the Bengals a lot. Uh, looked over the roster quite a bit, uh, and you know what, guys, the, it's it's a lot of the same dudes. So common opponent uh we're gonna break down a little bit of behind the scenes of how we would kind of come up with these kind of things obviously the biggest story about the Bengals, obviously everybody's talking quarterback joe burrow and from a joke perspective there are a lot of different directions you can go on this one you could say that he is like a little hedgehog and he likes to burrow into the ground Mm -hmm. that's a silly one uh second burrow rhymes with furrow so maybe he'll furrow his brow again and again after he gets sacked Mm -hmm. and Frankly, you don't even need to joke about his name because he's a former temporary beach nut, and you can't do that to a beach no, nut, you temporary can't. or no. It's really just off the table immediately. Once a beach nut, always a beach always. nut, even if you go to a different school and then beat them. Guy, this is a beach nut town. Mm-hmm. Uh, next, you got to talk about uh, Jamar Chase, Dave. I mean, this guy is the top target of Joey B. Um, we all know where this guy does his banking, right? <laughs> I mean, probably... Probably Capital One. Can't beat those rates. Uh, also, we know his favorite place, place to lounge. Yeah. On the long part of the couch, buddy. The Chase Lounge. I'm also pretty sure, and look, I'm not going to check 
But I'm pretty sure the cop on Paw Patrol is called Chase. I think that's it. Uh, yeah, because Marshall is the fire guy. The fire dog, guy, and then there's and, like Rubble yeah. or something. And, and Sky, Sky yeah. is obviously the helicopter. Pretty sure it's Chase. Nothing special on the defense, guys, except for Larry Ogunjobi. He's very good. I mm. wish he was still on the Browns. Oh, me you too. do too, yeah. yeah. A lot of these guys are the same ones from year after year after year. Like, we've been reading these same names. Uh, although now they do have a guy named Tyler Shelvin, which opens up a lot of possibilities about maybe him working at a grocery store. Uh, jungle gyms, maybe. Yeah, or even saying that Tyler is the name of, like, an Ikea shelf. Oh, so like, oh, cool. oh, hey, honey, do you think we should go with the DJ Reader lamp or the Tyler Shelvin unit? God, Dave, we got to talk about this fucking city. We've done it a lot of times, but I don't think we've done it enough times. I mean, look, guys, Cincinnati is one of our favorite cities to clown on. I mean, from the simple fact that they were Paul Brown's second choice. Yeah, he's like, well, I guess if I'm out of here... Yeah. I guess I'll go to Cincinnati. Kind of like a Napoleonic Isle of St. Helena where he was exiled, sort of. Um, but look, to the fact that they're notorious for the absolutely worst dish that they've somehow labeled chili, I mean, this is barely passable as a shitty casserole left over from the church, pot, church potluck, Dave. Yeah, it's like drippings. It ugh, it just stays there and it gets cold. And then, I mean, it even if it were edible upon arrival... yeah. Nobody touches it. It gets... It like, hardens? Hard, ugh, the crust on ugh. the top? God. You know, we could clown on these guys all day about their amusement park, and I use that term lightly because I'm not very amused. It's called King's Island. It can't even stand up to Six Flags Fiesta Texas, which you've probably never even heard of because it's so inferior. And you know what? I'm just going to go out there and say it. I know you agree with me. I mean, Millennium Force, dude, the choice of Arcade Matt, the top roller coaster in the world. Like, it's just a couple hours away. Why would you ever go to Kings Island when you could have the possibility of maybe running into Arcade Matt by Millennium Force? Where did the island come from? I mean, I understand King's Dominion. Yeah. Where did the island come from? There are no islands anywhere near Cincinnati. Uh, maybe we actually have islands by Cedar Point is the thing. Yeah. See, they could have called it the Cedar Isles. Legitimate I islands. Maybe they should have called it, you know, King's Kingdom, but that's a little redundant. I mean, look, if we're talking redundancies, Cincinnati is it. So. That It's true. And we could go into detail about half of the Cincinnati population doesn't even live in goddamn Ohio. I mean, they're just shitty in interlopers from these, I mean, horrific states in our fair union. Yeah. Indiana and goddamn Kentucky. Kentucky. I mean, for Christ's sake, Kentucky. Yeah, and I'm not going to do it, Dylan. I could mention how Cincinnati in general is always two to three steps behind their big brother Cleveland in terms of team development, reworking the defense into a more of a limited blitz scheme. Uh -huh, yeah. They went out and got a soccer team like two decades even after our little brother Columbus, like a little poser. Yeah, yeah. And they're you're terrible. Not gonna, I'm you're... not going to do it. I'm not going to mention the fact that they're terrible. Dave, I can't get over the fact that these idiots loved Hugh Jackson for so goddamn long. Yeah. They were mad when he came here. They were like, oh, take good care of Hugh. Yeah, I, I swear to God, I could bring it up and just slam on these fools all damn day about it, but I I'm not I don't think gonna. you should do it. I don't think you should do it. I mean, Kentucky, 
it's like a good 60% of the metro area, you know? Yeah. This in and of itself makes Cincinnati a no high zone for me. Like, me but you either. add yeah. you add in the southeastern corner of Indiana, those hill jacks, uh, no thank you. But look, I'm not even going to bring it up because I don't, I know it's a bit of a sore spot. They're not really, you know. Uh, they're not proud. They're not proud of no. it. And frankly, I can avoid it. Right. Like, I got friends in Dayton. I can stop there. It should. You should stop I can there. and do stop there. I, I have no reason to keep going ever. Literally the logistics capital of the Air Force, yeah. Yeah. Now, Dave, I, question. When's the last time you actually paid attention to the Midsummer Classic Battle of Ohio betwixt the Tribe and the Reds? Ever? I don't know that I ever have. Well, that's probably accurate because it's just really sad and hard to watch. And the, it's always, it's not even like a big deal. They're like, oh yeah, it's like no. Tuesday, Wednesday, and Thursday. Right, right. And the Thursday is a one o'clock. And like they might snatch one game out of the three and you're just like. Maybe that Thursday like one o'clock and like I just hear about it. Yeah. Like I don't even know that it was happening. And then like at it's, seven, it's I'm like, sad. oh, I heard about that. It's just sad. It's just sad. You know, I guess there is one redeeming fact about Cincinnati. Okay, yeah. It's the one thing they got going for them right now. I mean, they are able to kind of play cannon fodder for us in the division a little bit. Oh, yeah. Um, They're just coming around to being able to, you know, pop one to the Pittsburgh football team and the Ravenclaws. Just like like a little brother ought to do, you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Like they wanna they wanna puff out their chest, and uh, you know get into a little altercation, and then the big brother comes, and it kind of bails them out. Yeah, mops up a little bit. Yeah. Uh, cleans mm-hmm. up the situation. Yeah. And so for that, I mean, and the fact that uh, Joseph Burrow is forever a big beach nut warrior from the and Ohio State of University of the Ohio University Ohio. Yes. Mm-hmm. I guess we can say thanks, right? I guess. Yeah, I guess. All right, everybody. Thank you for listening this week. Thank you to... I don't know. Joe Burrow? Yeah, Joe Burrow. I guess. Uh, Thank you to Odell OBJ Sr. the first and Michael Stipe. And is there anybody else you'd like to thank, Dylan? Mm, Tootsie Roll Factory. Yeah, they're still at it. Still doing what they do. Also, thank you to Jens Lickman. If you'd like to follow us on Twitter, hit us up at Friday Fumble. Tell us what we got wrong in this episode, and you could win some Tootsie Roll candies. I will literally send them to you. In conclusion, my name is Dave. I am Dylan. And this has been your Browns Friday Fumble. It's Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend. Partying, partying, yeah, partying, partying, yeah, fun, fun, fun.
Bruce Martin, host of Pit Pass Indy. Each week, I go behind the scenes of the NTT IndyCar Series and introduce our listeners to the biggest stars of IndyCar, which features the Indianapolis 500 as its cornerstone event. The men and women that compete in IndyCar may be the bravest athletes in all of sport as danger lurks around every corner. They are able to look danger in the eye without flinching. That is why the NTT IndyCar Series features the best racing on the planet. Join me every week as we talk to the stars of IndyCar, including the legends of the Indianapolis 500 on Pit Pass Indy from Evergreen Podcast. 